Hi, everybody, and welcome to a quick shot of romance with Buzzing About Romance. And on this quick shot of romance, I am joined by Jenny, and we are reviewing Bad Romance by Elise Faber. Um, you can go to our on-the-shelf show notes for the Goodreads synopsis. Um, but this book was released. Oh, welcome, Jenny. Welcome to the podcast. I'm sorry. I forgot it's about okay. that part. Hi, Leah. How are you tonight? I'm good. We'll get there. We will. Anyway, so this was released March 14th, 2023. There's not a lot of tropes in this book, which I was actually kind of surprised about, but it's friends to lovers. It's a billionaire romance, slow burn. It is definitely a healing journey. Yes. It's in the Billionaires Club. This is actually book 16, but they are a series of standalone books. So if this is the first one you pick up, you will not be lost. It's the first yeah, yeah, it's the first one I've read. So okay. you will in, be yeah, you will be fine. Yeah, and it is in third person multi point of view. The put out percentage is 74%. Like I said, it is a slow burn and the content trigger warning the heroine is a victim of rape. The actual rape itself does not happen on page, but it does occur and you kind of see the aftermath of that. Um, and it's kind of the catalyst for a lot of the story. Yes, I would say it's the main like theme that carries the story. Mm hmm. So this is Asher and Melody's story. So when the book opens up, they're at um, a family gathering. So Melody's twin sister is with Asher's, I think they're younger, one of his younger twin brothers. And so Melody is shy. She's a shy girl who has kind of, she has feelings for Asher. So she decides to put herself out there and ask him out. And he turns her down. Mm -hmm. And he does. He turns her down, says that they, like, that's not going to happen because Asher has this false idea that he, his, the twin brother that she, like the twins should be with the twins. Like he has feelings for her as well, but he does not think that. Right. That and connection... he hasn't confirmed this theory and he does not handle it in a good way no, at all. He he does not. And so after that happens, like she leaves like within a few minutes of this happening, like because she is embarrassed, like she is done, like she leaves. And his brother, who he thinks has feelings for her, is like, you're a dumbass. Like, I don't like her like that. What are you doing? But instead of being able to talk to her about it, she avoids, like she avoids him for a few weeks. Right. And she's, she puts herself out there right away afterwards after being mm -hmm. rejected. Yeah. And so she goes on this dating app and gets matched with somebody and one thing leads to another. And she goes out with this not so nice person who he attacks her and rapes her and it's, it's. The way that Elise Faber describes it, like it's brutal and he beats the, he beats her up and like, it is, it's bad. And so, and that's why this book is really about the healing journey. Right. Because um, of, I would say if you have, like, if that's a trigger for you, probably stay away from this. Cause there's, although it's not on page, there's a lot of the aftermath. Yeah. 
Yeah, there definitely is the aftermath. But one thing I really like about Elise Faber's book is she doesn't shy away from hard topics. She doesn't shy away from the fact that bad things happen to good people and you have to heal from things. You have to deal with things. You have to talk about things like holding everything in is not healthy. And she actually talks about like therapy and different things like that very openly in her books. And I really appreciate that. I agree. Um, I read her rush hockey, the like minor league hockey series. Um, Mm -hmm. So they're a little different feel in that. um, So far, those are both trilogies. So there's a little more character development um, throughout. Um, I didn't quite feel that as much here. And maybe Mm -hmm. if I had read some of the other books, I would know these characters a little better. Um, I think honestly, like with the way that her books are like, she, you're almost thrown into a story like from the get go, like right away with a lot of them. And it doesn't bug me because like, once you meet the characters, like you might not really know them going into it by the end, but by the end of the book, like you really know like who they are and what makes them tick and why they have their hangups and their their um frustrations and all that yeah i can see that um because asher definitely helped her through this healing process probably in the best way you could ask for Mm -hmm. yeah i agree and i think that's the slow burn it makes sense because there's it's a decent timeline and like it's not a super long book. I will say that about Elise's books is they're not super long, but they don't feel rushed at the same time because like her timeline, it's, I think it's almost a year from the time the book starts until the time like they get together. Like she goes through months of therapy, months of healing. And even like once she starts moving, they start moving forward. Like he still treats her with care, but it's not, he doesn't treat her like she's broken but he does treat her he does treat her with kid gloves to a point which was frustrating but like but at the same time like she told him like when she needed him to stop doing that which i appreciated she she does at that like as they pursue a more romantic relationship but it seems Mm -hmm. there's we're kind of missing this um piece after she gets attacked yeah. that's the right word mm-hmm. um like i think there's three months in between where he's helping her and yeah. um she gets to a point where she's she's just done and there mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be a lot of communication there um so i would have liked to see more of what that looked like for them mm-hmm. before moving forward to um to a more romantic relationship right Yeah. I mean, I can understand that. And I think that, I think that it works in the sense where you never really know, like when somebody experiences something like that, like how to treat them, especially if it's not something that you have ever experienced yourself. And I think that she does a good job with the way in which Asher kind of tiptoes and like those around her kind of tiptoe in the sense like because they've never experienced it personally so like they have that oh yeah that's she 
um, Melanie like definitely leads the way on mm-hmm. like the physical part of their relationship. Um, and also what I really liked about her character is we see her um, overcome the situation on her own towards the mm-hmm. end. Um, Asher's there, but he's not a major part of. Um, yeah, he definitely is not like the, the way the situation for- goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's not the catalyst for her healing. Like, I feel like I've read some books where the heroine, like, like this has happened to the heroine and they meet after, but it's like that relationship with the hero is like the catalyst for her getting better. And I don't feel like that was the basis of this one at all. And so I think that is one of the reasons it worked as well as it did, because like she was, she wanted to get better for herself. Like she wanted and it goes to the idea too, where she wanted to correct, not correct, but she wanted to get past some of her issues that she had before everything had happened too. Cause like, she was like a pretty introverted, shy person. And she wanted to, through her therapy, she understood like how to stand up for herself better and let people around her know like what she needed from them. Right. And also, like, Asher goes through, like, his own mini healing journey alongside her because he mm-hmm. still, like, has some residual guilt for the way things played out. Yeah, he definitely does. Like, he feels if he had went about things in a different way or if he had known that Jeremy, the twin brother that he thought had feelings for her, didn't, then he, like, it wouldn't have happened at all. And so, like, he does, he harbors a lot of guilt throughout the whole story because he feels like he is the reason that it happened. Because, like, if he had not turned her down, she would not have avoided him. Like, she would not have went on the dating app. And I think that is something, too, that you get that twofold. Like, Melody is healing because of what happened to her and why and all that. But like Asher is doing his own, he's doing his own personal journey of realizing like it's not his fault. Like it is just the way that things happen. And maybe, maybe something like that would have happened no matter what, like you never know, like is things happen. And I, and I think that was one of the things I liked about the story too, is the fact that she allowed both sides of it like the guilt that survivor's guilt in a sense right that's i would say there's a lot of those realistic um feelings of when something goes wrong how to deal with it and they deal with it in a very healthy way Mm -hmm. they do and once they reach that point like there's a lot of conversation and a lot of emotional talk and a lot of openness that you don't always get in stories like this and I thought that was an like a good way to do it because you sometimes relationships they really focus on how the hero and the heroine don't have enough conversation about how they're feeling or what they're feeling I feel like there there was like we did miss out on those first few months but like once they started moving forward together like there was a lot of conversation with the two of them and i would say i mean the story like only focuses on their relationship we don't see much of them like outside of their relationship Mm -hmm. besides when they're with 
the larger family. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it's a quick, quick read. Um, so even mm -hmm. though there is a lot of emotion, um, you go through those feelings quite quickly. You do. And one thing I like is there is a decent sized family behind Asher, but you, anytime there's like a family gathering on the page, like it's not overcrowded. You're not being wondering who is this person or who is this person or why are there so many people here and all of that. I think that's one of the things that Elise Faber does really well. Like she has this long series and they are interconnected in the sense where characters show up in later books that were in earlier books, but there's also that disconnect where they truly are a standalone book where they talk about the relationship in the previous book, but, but you don't need to read it. And I like that. Like, I like the fact that she, you can always go back to go back to that story, but you can machete I hate to machete a series. We all know that, but this one you can machete right. this, and not feel well, like the, bad about this it. This is book 16, and this is the first one in this series I picked up. Um, yeah. And I have macheted this series, and it makes me like cringe just a little bit every time I say that because it stresses me out. But hey, whatever. It happens. <laughs> life life like that happens. But it... <laughs> oh, excuse me. But it, I, it is... It does pull you in and it makes you want to read because I believe Jeremy and Teresa or Tessa, I can't remember what her name is, but I think their Tessa, book is next. Yes. And so like you get little snippets of like their relationship and how it transpires and the way that like the story reads, it's almost like these two stories are kind of going congruently to like at the same time, like the timelines overlap. Right. And so it really pulls you in. It's like, oh, I want to read the next book because I want to see like how things play out with them. And I think that is a fun thing because when you get two stories that are two completely different couples, but they do line up like time-wise, like it's an interesting concept too. Right. Cause you get to see the dynamics from other people's point of view as well. Exactly. Oh, excuse me. Do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance? If you do, send us an email at thebees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. And thank you, Jenny, for joining me on this quick shot of romance of Bad Romance by Elise Faber. Thanks for having me. Until next time, happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.